It's time now for KMTS Connections, a public affairs program from KMTS News, heard weekdays around 1230. Once again, it's Gabe from the KMTS Morning Show talking about uh, Sopras Theater Company again today. This time the show is Native Gardens by Karen Zacharias. It's directed by Brad Moore. We've got a couple members of the cast, Heather Exby and uh, Willie Mosley, with us uh, again today. Uh, show's about five years old, uh, based on, on uh, what I found uh, online, Brad. Um, I'm curious, before we get into the actual meat and potatoes of the show, uh, how did this one get on your radar? How did you find out about it? Why did you uh, decide you you wanted to to uh, perform this one? Well, um, you know, it's it, it it's interesting because the fact that we have Heather on, um, Heather was for many years my boss, and um, one of the things that we've been talking about because the. Colorado Mountain College has been very focused on DEI, diversity, equity, and inclusion. And um, um, so we've been talking about making sure that that is something that we demonstrate within the choice of, of shows in a season. And I, um, just because of working with some of the folks that I've worked with, um, other playwrights and things like that. I, I came across this show and it seemed very interesting to me. And um, so it was, you know, partly it was Heather's um, urging me to, um, you know, to really expand on on those ideas with show selection. Um, also, I guess the other point is that um, Colorado Mountain College is now an Hispanic serving institution, um, meaning that a certain population or percentage of our population um, our Hispanic students. And so the idea was that I really wanted to start opening up to doing shows that could be more clearly represent the population of our student base and be topics that would speak to uh, those students and those community members. Um, so anyway, so yeah, I came across the show and I thought, you know, this is this is really fun. It, it's very topical, it's timely. Um, and it's very fun. It, it, it really, it just tears us all apart. It, it pokes fun at everybody. None of us get away um, unscathed in this. <laughs> and, uh, um, but anyway, so I just, I, I thought it was a really fun show to do. Um, I just thought it was, it was just the right time and the right idea for, for putting the show up. So introduce us to, uh, to Heather. You mentioned that uh, she was, uh, what did you say? The, uh, Campus Dean, that's right, of uh, the Spring the, Valley Campus. Yeah, Vice President and Campus Dean of the Spring Valley and Glenwood Springs Campus. So I suppose, Heather, uh, this kind of answers the question, once you retire, you get to do what you really enjoy. Uh, is Has this always been a passion? Has acting always been something that uh, you aspired to do? And uh, once you retired, you found that you actually had time to uh, to take on uh, a project like this, or have you performed in in uh, shows before? I had a little role in a play when I first started at the college um, with Brad, and it was lovely. Uh, but it was also really tight. It's it takes a lot of time, so I was able to act with some lovely other women, and it was wonderful. So. When I rewired myself, I'm not calling it retirement, but rewirement, 
Um, I was challenged to do something that scares me. So I decided I would try to go for this play. It's a much bigger commitment, but it's a lovely play. And I am super excited about doing this. I am the weakest member of the team. The other three actors that I act with are so lovely. But they're also, that's another thing, to, to work with people who are better than you so you get to be better yourself. So this has been a delightful experience for me. I don't know if I'll do more, but I definitely will do this one. It, you can cross it off the list now, right? Whatever you call the list, you you can cross this this task off the list, right? That's kind of kind of what it sounds like. Who knows? Maybe there'll be more. I don't know. This is a great play for me. I mean, it's a I play a professional white woman in a in a professional, and I get to uh, be both kind and terrible and um, unconsciously prejudicial and um, completely loving all in a series matter of 90 minutes. So I encourage people to come. You said it's a small cast. So it's it's uh, you, Heather, and Willie, and one other person that's in the cast? No, there are two other people. Okay. So we have a beautiful... Um, Willie and I play a, a, a married white couple, and we, um, the people who move in next door are a young married uh, Latino couple. And so the dynamics that exist between the two couples and what we end up um, engaging in are, you know, it's a drama and it's a comedy, so there has to be some kind of conflict. So we encourage people to come and witness what that conflict is, but those other two actors aren't able to be here today. Gotcha. It's uh, so interesting. As Brad was was laying out the theme for the show, you know, he specifically mentioned uh, diversity, equity, and inclusion. You know, DEI, those letters that we've heard uh, quite a bit over the last couple of years. Uh, specifically for me, anyway, I'm sure that the term has been around probably for decades, as these things typically are before they they finally take hold. I'm thinking in the back of my mind, okay, this is going to be a serious show. And yet both of you already have mentioned that it is a fun show, uh, that you will laugh if you attend this. And uh, anybody that's watched those situational comedies over the last you know, several decades know there, are some, uh, there can be some serious moments. And sometimes... In a funny show, you can actually take on these very serious issues, but it's more with a grain of salt as opposed to, you know, right in your face, um, you know, hard hitting uh, dramas that are trying to, you know, make some kind of social commentary. Willie, uh, Heather, Heather said that she's the weakest member of the team. Maybe she doesn't have as much experience as the rest of the cast, but I'm guessing that she, at least from what we heard earlier, she can hold her own on the stage. Definitely. Yeah, she's good. She's fine. She's, she shows us all up. So <laughs> I'm making all the mistakes. So. <laughs> well and you don't have to say that she's not the boss anymore so you know we know we know oh, that he's yeah. being uh, genuine that's right if you would like to see 
Native Gardens, again, a Sopras Theater Company production at CMC's uh, Spring Valley Campus. It's uh, two weekends, Thursday, Friday, Saturday shows at 7 o'clock, and then a Sunday matinee at 2. That's the 15th and 22nd, 16th and 23rd, 17th and 24th. All of those are evening shows, 7 o'clock, and then Sunday matinees on the 18th and the 25th at 2 o'clock. Go to coloradomtn.edu forward slash theater. You can spell it any way you want to, with an E-R or an R-E. And, uh, of course, you can always call 947... Uh, okay. 8177. Thank you. 8177. I almost gave the uh, Youth Zone phone number, which would probably not do... That'd just be weird. Yeah, well, it might help you in some ways, but it won't uh, help you get tickets to uh, this show anyway. Again, the name of the show is Native Gardens. Uh, Before I forget to ask, what motion picture rating would you put on this show if you were going to put one on it? Oh, PG. Okay. So uh, you can bring the kids, uh, but maybe some um, language themes that maybe you want to consider less about the themes and quite honestly the language would only be for people who speak spanish (laughs) okay all right that's fair enough the only the only rough language is in spanish so you know i mean i um but seriously it's 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 a family i mean i wouldn't i wouldn't think the little kids would get a lot out of it but it's it's certainly family friendly Okay. And maybe, again, like so many of these shows, uh, maybe it'll be one of those things that might stir some conversation in the house f- or the drive home, that kind of thing, for uh, for the, the teenagers or yeah, the preteens. Yeah, okay. I mean, I, I, think, I think definitely so. We will take a quick break. You're listening to KMTS Connections. Welcome back to KMTS Connections. Again, this afternoon, we're talking with uh, Brad Moore. Uh, Heather Exby and Willie Mosley. Brad Moore directs Native Gardens by Karen Zacharias, a uh, Sopras Theater Company uh, production, and uh, Heather and Willie are a couple members of the cast. They play a married white couple. And uh, Gabriela Alvarez and Ricky Perez play Tanya and Pablo, who uh, move in next door, a young... A Hispanic couple with uh, aspirations, and um, uh, it um, it almost as I listen to the the three of you describe the show, it reminds me of you know I'm always trying to draw parallels between things that really are not related in any way. Uh, it reminds me of the old show, the honeymooners a little bit, right? Because there were two couples. Um, and it, maybe to a lesser extent, the, uh, the odd couple, right? Which of course are two, two people living together actually that are, are vastly different. And it seems to me in, in both of those cases, um, even though, again, they were both comedies, the takeaway uh, was sometimes the more it seems like people are different, the more they actually come to find out they share commonalities. 
Am I am am I kind of sort of on the uh, on the right track here with Native Gardens? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Okay. Yeah, I think I think you know the the thing about this show is that we're going to see all of you know every one of us will see ourselves in this show, and it may be through one character or it may be through a mix of several characters. Um, we've all been in the shoes of these characters. Um, I mean, basically, there's a couple that has lived in this house for many decades. It's in a very, <clears throat> excuse me, it's in a very nice section of Washington, D.C. And um, uh, you know, this couple has lived in this this very prestigious neighborhood, historically uh, sound, very stately homes, things like that. And um, and this young couple moves in next door and both want the American dream. And what's interesting about the American dream is that it can mean different things to different people, but how far off is that? And what is the American dream? And what does it mean to someone who might be considered uh, an immigrant or what might it mean to somebody who has um, you know, been in this country for a long time? And also, how do we identify? There's a wonderful, wonderful um, scene between um, Tanya and Frank, so um, Gabriella and and Willie's roles, and he is, I mean, they're they're talking about the fact that, and and of course all the characters are in this scene, but um, <clears throat> anyway, there, there's this little banter back and forth between the two of them where um, he says, "Well, you're you're Mexican American," and she says. Sort of. Maybe sort of, but not really in that she grew up in New Mexico, but her family has lived in New Mexico since before it was part of the United States. And she says, so, um, so Frank, where, where are your ancestors from? He says, mostly England. And she says, well, do you introduce yourself as English American then? Well, no, that'd be ridiculous. Not any more ridiculous than the fact that she would have have to introduce herself as being Mexican-American, even though she is as much from the U.S. as he is, right? So um, anyway, it's just, it's really, it's, it's interesting how we all try to sit through these conversations and understand what it means to be an American or to pursue the American dream or how do we, how do we fit in? And you know, what's, what's really wonderful that, that we, we see at the very beginning of the show is that both of these couples are really excited to be friendly neighbors. They're both really excited to be in this neighborhood and be next door to each other. And so it's silly little things or seemingly silly little things that then sort of tear them apart and challenge the notion of what is it like to be a good neighbor? What is it like to be a good citizen? Um, what is it like to follow your dreams and your aspirations? And how does that fall into place and 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 to what lengths do we go to sort of maintain the status quo or what we expect to be um our livelihoods or our, our lifestyles fascinating um you know this is one of those conversations we could go so deep on this to you know talk about the uh, issues that are that are discussed in this show and again uh, some serious topics that are obviously addressed in this show but again uh, with a little more tongue-in-cheek because uh, 
I don't know, comedy is kind of like the sugar that makes the medicine go down to, you know, use another theater reference that really doesn't apply. But hopefully that 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 kind of makes sense. Um, Willie, talk about, I mean, your history goes back. You've worked with Brad, you know, at uh, Aspen Community Theater a, a few times over the yeah. years and uh, many different shows. Talk about the difference in acting in a show that's just very serious the whole time. Um, you know, always intense, always staying in character as opposed to being able to, I don't know. It seems to me if you're trying to be funny or if it's a funny role, you can maybe relax a little bit more because that's the whole point of your role. Does that, you see where I'm, I'm, I'm going with this? Yeah. Yeah. Um, the play that came, comes to mind, um, which also I worked with Brad, we, we did, um, the elephant man. And there actually were a few laughs in that, but maybe there's a more serious play, but I can't think of it that, that I, that I've been in. Um, that's the one that comes to mind. And, um, yeah, it was pretty heavy, pretty heavy throughout with some exceptions. And I think I have more fun in comedies. <laughs> in short uh, sure the you know that's actually really interesting uh the parallel you you draw there with elephant man obviously that's um a show about physical differences right as opposed to you know cultural backgrounds and 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 that kind of thing and a lot of people can be judged or can be um, discriminated against because of physical appearance as well as anything else. And I think, um, you know, it's one of those things. Diversity, equity, and inclusion is such a large topic. And I'm sure that every organization that uh, tries to honor DEI has a different definition of some sort. Uh, but it seems to me at, at its simplest level, that's kind of what we're trying to uh, address as organizations when we talk about diversity, equity, and inclusion. Heather, this might be more your area of expertise since you uh, recently retired as uh, the vice president and the uh, the campus dean of the uh, the Spring Valley campus. I suppose in, in education, uh, what what does that mean? And are there parallels that you saw implementing diversity, equity, and inclusion programs that you see when you're performing in Native Gardens? That's such a big question. I think the, the beauty of this play is that it really does allow us as an audience to connect with some of these things that are difficult to express in a way that um, is a little bit safer. We can watch other characters challenged by that and then look deeply and see what that's like for us. I think at the at the college, at CMC, we have a real desire to ensure that we're a very inclusive organization. And that means all across the board. In sometimes 
things that are difficult for us to explore individually can be easier for us to explore as an institution and lay these things out in some ways by modeling that. So the theater season, for example, Brad has chosen some really great plays that try to get at inclusion and support for a diverse um, community um, in many ways. You know, the curious incident of the dog in the night was really about neurodiversity. This is really about um, uh, racial diversity in many ways, but also about our sense of privilege, entitlement. There's a lot of unconscious bias that gets um, risen to the top. You know, Natural Shocks, another play that was produced at the Sopras Theater, really tries to uncover some things around mental illness, as well as um, some of the challenges that go in our modern day society. I mean, that's a great way to do it. The formalized programs are much more difficult. Um, so this is this is just lovely and opening up the door for us to engage with um, our Latino community in a way that's much richer and deeper. And that's that's another option here that super happy about. But that's a long-winded question. That's a long-winded answer. Like I said, a, a lot of this, you know, we could spend forever on each one of these uh, these questions. Speaking of uh, which, will you have any uh, opportunities for members of the public to discuss the show or like a little meet and greet after the show with uh, members of the cast? Um, yes, absolutely. We do. We have, um, we actually have three um, post-show conversations. Um, they will be on, let me make sure I'm telling you this correctly. They will be on Friday night, the 16th, on Sunday afternoon, the 18th, and then on Saturday evening, the 24th. So we'll have three chances that we'll do a post-show conversation. So it's a, you know, a, um, for people who have seen our shows, they know that it's a chance to meet with the cast and crew um, and and talk about topics that were brought up during the show and also about the production of the show, things like that. Again, if you want tickets to see um, Native Gardens by Karen Zacharias, the uh, website is coloradomtn.edu forward slash theater. Again, those shows Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. The Thursday, Friday, and Saturday shows at 7 o'clock. The uh, Sunday matinees at 2 o'clock. That's on the uh, 15th, 16th, 17th, 18th, and then the following weekend, the 22nd, 23rd, 24th, and 25th. Back to wrap things up in just a moment. You're listening to KMTS Connections. Welcome back to KMTS Connections. Again, this afternoon, we're talking about the show Native Gardens, a Sopras Theater Company production. Heather Exby and Willie Mosley are with us today. They're members of the cast. Brad Moore directs. Brad mentioned something that's uh, appropriate to mention. Uh, again, the show may deal with some uh, pretty heavy topics. We've had this conversation before. And Brad has to remind me of it every time uh, while the show deals with maybe some potentially heavy or deep topics. It's not attempting to influence the script. The cast are not trying to influence people that see the show as theater has always done. It is a reflection of what is going on. 
Brad, you're trying to, as you direct and as you uh, mold the actors, you're trying to tell a story. And you mentioned this a couple times that uh, no one is safe in this show. Uh, there are, what's the term I would use? Maybe pot shots <laughs> that are taken against yeah, I mean, I, every, every possible group. Well, we're, we're, we're seeing people at, at, I mean, and obviously they're trying to do their best, but we're seeing people at their most honest level. And, you know, sometimes that comes with some, some preconditioned luggage that we carry around with us. And, and while our intentions may be really wonderful, sometimes our words or our actions are not as, um, uh, not as, um, what am I trying to say? Un, we, 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 sometimes we're not as generous as we think. And um, so while we, we mean well, we don't always do well. And that happens within all of the all of the members of this company you know at, at one point or another everybody is making an assumption uh, we talked a little while ago about stereotypes and you know where do those come from or what is it you know what does that mean you know we all have our preconceived notions of what what other populations do or say and and sometimes that's based on um, the way somebody speaks, there's a moment where we assume that somebody is from another country because they have a very strong accent or dialect. Um, we assume that someone is um, of a certain social status because they are from another country or another population that we just assume is more of a developing country than, uh, you know, than part of the developed world as you know, I guess is sort of commonly said. Um, it's interesting because the two men in this show are actually um, from quite a bit of wealth. Um, Pablo is from Chile and um, has grown up having his own chauffeur. <laughs> and then he comes to the United States and he is suddenly having to deliver pizzas to, to try and pay his way through college. But that was his choice. Um, and so, but then that puts him in a different social status or status point. And, and, and is that real? And is that to be, is that part of who he really is? Um, so it's, it's just, it's interesting to see how, how that happens. And uh, Virginia um, declares at one point that she's very proud to be Polish American. Um, and her family, she grew up in, a, you know, in a, in Buffalo, New York, and so um, her family was a different, um, you know, of, of a different upbringing than Frank's. And so, you know, and, and in both cases, um, people have either left families behind or stepped away from lifestyles to be with the person that they love. And so that's a real clear theme that happens throughout. It's really interesting to see how these people relate to each other and how they see each other differently even though they're in very similar situations and eventually they all come together. I won't spoil it and tell you how or why, but it's, um, you know, it's, it's really, it's a wonderful way of, of us learning that we all, we all have the same dream. And so again, back to your point, we are, we're storytellers. We're not experts on anything. We're not trying to share a certain agenda. Um, I chose 
shows not because of who wrote them necessarily, but more about is there a story to be told here? And is it something that would engage us in conversation? My belief is that good theater gets us to think and to talk. So you come to see us tell the story and I'm not telling you how you're supposed to take that or how you're supposed to walk away from this, but I hope that you engage in conversation that you see things maybe through a, a fresh set of eyes as you walk out of the theater. And again, uh, if this were a movie, it would, it might be rated PG. Um, any language is in Spanish. So it's kind of like the, uh, Colombian drug lord scene in the movie Bedazzled with uh, Brendan Fraser, right? Which I think is one of the most hilarious subtitled films I have ever seen in my life. But that's, you know, kind of <laughs> probably says uh, just a, a little bit about me. Um, there are no subtitles in uh, this show. <laughs> But if uh, nope. if if you if you understand Spanish, um, I, I suppose uh, it may be a little funnier to you, and yet it's probably obvious what is uh, happening, whether you do or not. I uh, I imagine. Uh, yeah, curious, yeah. Willie Heather, have the two of you crossed paths before uh, being in this show? No. No. Uh, not. Uh, so I wasn't yeah. a student at, at that uh, CMC, so, and besides that, but I've been on the campus a lot, but we never seemed to meet until recently. Never crossed paths before. Uh, Heather, again. They're, they're the perfect older couple, though. They, they, they work very well together, whether they met each other beforehand or not. They, they play Virginia and Frank with such zeal and, and zest and it's really fun to watch them they 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 have each other's back they love each other and yet they know you know where to take over for each other and and uh, and both actors play the the roles very well she's Chem the boss <laughs> yeah chemistry is one of those things that uh even though again you can't usually articulate it or define it uh, but when two people have chemistry, it's it's so powerful, uh, you know, especially in 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 the theater world. Heather, back to education and, and your experience as the uh, the Spring Valley dean. How unique is it? How powerful is this community theater? Uh, you know, this this hybrid combination of community theater and being able to work with students. How powerful is that in the in the education, the higher education model? What a great question, because that's really the beautiful power of the Sopers Theater Company. I am so tickled when uh, people from our community can engage with students. Um, I've I've enjoyed very much the students that are working on this play this term it's they're delightful and they get so much out of it and we certainly get so much out of it when i performed um in 2017 i uncommon women and others it was a cast of mostly students um all, all these other women and they it's just it's wonderful to create a relationship like that you know there's a lot of theater in this valley and so we are blessed by so many talented people and each and the theaters all kind of um, 
circulate those really great actors. I've seen Willie at many performances at the campus. Um, and then, and I will go see them um, in other places as well. So, uh, but theater gives students an incredible place to belong. I've never met another place that um, really accepts students exactly who they are and the way they are. Theater attracts people um, like that. And the poem that theater makes is, is really brilliant. Um, so I couldn't be happier and more honored to be, be a part of this production. So thanks for asking that question. And Brad, you said that uh, while Heather and Willie were able to uh, visit with us today, there are a couple other members of the cast that have speaking lines and a handful of others that um, do not have speaking lines, but that are still uh, members of the uh, cast. Yeah, well, um, and so very quickly, the, the, other, the other two um, cast members that have speaking roles, um, Gabriela Alvarez is playing the role of Tanya and Ricky Perez is playing the role of Pablo. And they're just such a terrific find. They're, this is their first time doing a show with us. Um, her background is that she actually has a degree in theater from a university in Mexico. So that's really fun to have her there. And Ricky has been involved um, with, um, with Thunder River um, Theater most recently but um, has done a couple of other shows around and they're just, they're, they're so much fun to have um, and, and doing such great work. It's really, it's, this has been a really, really fun, fun opportunity for all of us, I think. Um, and we have uh, three people who are sort of, um, well, they play gardeners and landscapers and, and inspectors and things like that. They're, they're sort of stagehands and help transition from scene to scene. Um, and those three students are uh, Daria Loya and Kayla Ambrise and Delvin Bourne. And so they're, they just come in and fill out the cast and, and put all those pieces in place. Um, I also, I'd, I'd really love to just do a quick shout out to um, Amandra Torres Sarganaga, who is our stage manager. And she's been such a delight. Um, she was hoping that she might be able to get out of class and join us for this uh, this conversation, but she's in class right now. So, um, but anyway, she, um, she she's our stage manager and has also been a, a wonderful bridge um, because um, her family um, comes from Mexico, and so she's not a well she she's not an immigrant herself, but she. Um, you know, she comes from a family um, from Mexico, but she's she's also been a stage manager for a couple of other shows and is just really terrific. Um, and then um, also, um, I just want to do a shout out to Cassie Conley, who is um, who's designing the lights for this show. And um, and then Dakota Levine and J.D. Edmonds, who are right now on stage assembling our oak tree, which plays a major part in the show. So um just a you know a couple of quick shout outs and um and of course we also want to just mention assistant stage managers um eliane omira and um jared suffet so anyway um but a really wonderful group of of people are, are mounting the show and um it's it really is truly a delight to uh take what brad said and and kind of build on it willie uh, sometimes when you're able to work with a, a group of dynamic young people. Uh, 
like that. I, I know from my perspective, it can really be invigorating. Um, it can, I remember, um, years ago, my grandpa had to have surgery and, and he needed blood. And so he donated blood to himself, but I also, uh, they took a pint of my blood to give to him during the surgery, right? And he kept saying, I want to get that young blood in me. <laughs> it's not exactly the same, but working around young people can can really give you a a sense. It can it can uh, make sometimes make us feel uh, a, a little bit younger than we really are working around Definitely. that energy. Yeah. Um it's a, it's a blast and it's nice to be accepted too. Um, and I, I do feel accepted and they, I mean, they show a little interest in me. Um, <laughs> I'll just say you talk about inclusion and it kind of, it kind of goes both ways, right? Sure. It, it does. And, 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 you know, I mean, Willie, Willie will, will be humble, but he is adored by everyone there. So, yeah, it's, it really, it's, it's such a wonderful gift to have, everybody work together and find these new friendships and these connections that happen outside of their own circles and their own lives. And it, it, that's been sort of the theme of the Sopras theater company all along, but it, you know, or CMC theater before that, but, um, but it, it's, it really is wonderful to see these people work together. And, and again, that addresses one of the themes in the show is the possible discussion about ageism. So, you know, there we are. Like said, no status, ethnicity, um, background, or whatever is left alone in this comedy. Uh, everybody, a pot shot is taken at everyone. <laughs> Again, yeah. the show is called Native Gardens. Uh, if you want to check it out, I, I when I Googled it earlier, I did see, I think, a few video clips of uh the various i'm not sure if it was the original or if it's other community theater productions of uh, native gardens throughout the country um but you can check out a couple scenes and and decide uh, whether you want to see sopras theater company's production of native gardens again it's written by karen zacharias directed by brad moore and the shows are thursday friday saturday and sunday the 15th 16th 17th 18th 22nd, 23rd, 24th, and 25th. The uh, Thursday, Friday, Saturday shows at 7 o'clock. Sunday matinees at 2 o'clock with uh, post-show conversations on Friday the 16th, Sunday the 18th, and then Saturday the 24th. That's an opportunity for you to visit with the uh, cast and crew about the production, uh, the show in general, um, or really anything else. You can probably, you know, snap a selfie or something like that in front of the, uh, you know, on the red carpet in front of the the background with the sponsor logos, um, you know. Because <laughs> we're just that fancy. That's up here. right. Again, <laughs> tickets are available at coloradomtn.edu forward slash theater, or you can call 970-947-8177. Any final thoughts? We uh, had to say goodbye to uh, Heather. She had to leave. She had another commitment. But uh, Willie, Brad, any final thoughts from either one of you? Willie, well, what do you got? Anything? I'm having a, a good time. Um, 
I would just say um, Brad is a delight to work with. I'll from, say that. Um, oh, sorry. Yeah. Um, Brad is is kind. He's he's a kind director. He's um, he's gonna let you, and you feel he's also you feel safe to try things without you know and worried about being embarrassed and um, I have a I have a high threshold or a low threshold, whatever. I don't <laughs> I don't mind embarrassing myself, but Brad lets me go. And I think the others um I think it, it makes a, a nice a nice atmosphere. People people love Brad that work with him. So yeah. Oh, thank you, Willie. He seems okay. That's and it. and he gives me a, a pass sometimes when I say something foolish. Go ahead, Brad. Well, I, I have to because all I say are things that are foolish. So I, you know, I figure if everybody gives me a pass, I, I get to give it back, right? Fair enough. No, I um, it, I just want to say it. It really is. It's a, it's a, it's a nicely written and um, uh, it's it's a strong piece, and I think it's just it's a fun way for us all, particularly in this this day and age where we're at complete opposite ends of you know political views or whatever and you know we're all stuck in my way or the highway kind of thinking um it's a chance for us to see that um we need to we need to be able to communicate and we need to see people for who they are and understand that we may not agree on everything but that doesn't make us bad people or bad neighbors that you know we can we can do this together and we can understand each other and um and we can learn to appreciate and love each other and so um this is just a, a really wonderful way of us seeing that. And again, you know, we're just we're just telling a story. We don't have a, a set agenda, but I do hope that it'll get people to to think and speak and open up to their friends. Again, the show is Native Gardens. More information and tickets at coloradomtn.edu forward slash theater. All the best. We will see you around. Thanks, Thank Gabe. you so much, Gabe. You've been listening to KMTS Connections, a public affairs program from KMTS News. Her weekdays around 1230. It's another reason we are the most listened to radio station from Rifle to Aspen.